Tommy, I want you to pray for me and pray with the service, and we'll go on here. Father, I thank you. God, what an honor. Lord, I love this man. I know you do. And Lord, I just pray today, God, that we get to hear directly from you. Lord, your word, your spoken word changes our lives. And I thank you for your vessel this morning. Lord, I lift him up. I speak long life. I speak clarity. God, I thank you that the things that you want us to know are going to come forward this morning. And God, that we will do what we are called to do. We will sit and listen. We will receive this morning. And God, we will take what Pastor Gerald has for us and we will go apply it to our lives and others' lives. Lord, we love you and we thank you for this opportunity to be in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Anybody else got a word? Good to see all of you this morning. Thinking about those Christmas stories. I remember one time we had a mule come in. We couldn't get the mule in. You remember one Sunday. And I remember one service. We had the Christmas story and everything on Sunday night. And Mariah rode uh, Shiloh, the little Shetland. Rusty Burkhalter let, it, let him in. I was thinking about th those two and what your choices make in determining your life. Isn't God something? Let, let me tell you now, just don't miss next Sunday. We're not going to have Wednesday night this week. But next Sunday is a special Sunday. Because January 1st, 89 we had our first meeting in a building. So that's our 34th anniversary. will be next Sunday. Oh, Lord, what all you're doing. I mean, I can look at this motley group and we're just like the disciples were. They were all a mess. You know, Peter wasn't lying. He said, Lord, not just my feet. Worse me all over. He wanted a bath. But look who God used. I'm telling you, he, He's got more for you. But you know, there's some sad, sad things going on in our country. Let me read you one. This is just an ad. It was an advertisement in Spain put out by a whiskey company, and they're getting a lot of rejection against it. Because it shows a grandfather applying makeup to his grandson's face and presenting the grandson as a female at the family dinner table. And they had a picture of it, you know. But, I mean, that's a pretty common thing now in our country. We, we just need the Lord. We need the Lord in so many ways. And a far-left mayor in Virginia ordered the body of a Confederate general be disinterred and reburied to a more inclusive place. He was getting too much priority there. They'd had a statue and they'd already 
tore it down, but he said, that's not enough. I mean, that's... Listen, it's on us, too. We've got to let our light shine. We've, my generation was too quiet too long. I want to read some of the Scriptures. But, you know, you talk about prophetic. These are all prophetic. Isaiah 7, 4. Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she... We'll call his name Emmanuel. Is that not a prophetic statement? Has that not came to pass? Maybe all your words hadn't come to pass yet. But that one has. Isaiah 9, 6. And we sing about this this morning. A child can be born or will be born, but a son is given. He's eternal. And the government will rest upon his shoulders. And that gives me hope for our nation that his kingdom is increasing. His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, the Prince of Peace. And there will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time on and forever, because the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. That is my hope for this nation turning around, that God will not allow the elites of the world to rule. And Daniel 2.44 says, His kingdom will eventually crush all other kingdoms. And I keep telling those powers in the heavenlies, you're coming down. You are coming down. And Micah prophesied, But as for you, Bethlehem, Hephirah, too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you one will go forth for me. He said you're too little, but out of that little one's going to come that's going to change it all. To be ruler in Israel, his goings forth are from long ago, from the days of eternity, little, little as much in the hands of God. They didn't think anything good could come out of Nazareth either. God's good. He's got His hand on you and He's got more plans for all of us than we know about. And Gerald, whether it's feet first or head first, He's bringing you in. He's reeling you in. It's like you're a fish that's out there a ways and He just keeps... I've watched those where the deep seas, you know, they'll have to give them slack to let them run a while. And then they'll, let us gather them up. He's got more. He has got more. Let me read you a part of some of these stories. The angel said to her, don't be afraid, Mary. For you have found, this is Luke 1, found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. See, they just thought Jesus was just going to appear out of, the Messiah was just going to appear out of nowhere someday and show up. Lord, thank you for your angels that are here. But most things God does, He does through people. And you shall name Him Jesus, 
He will be great, will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I'm a virgin? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for this reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, this is one of the great statements, Behold, the bond slave of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed. If we just all say, Lord, just do it to me, whatever you want to do. That's what a real bond slave is. They, we belong to the Lord. You know, it's, uh, they say it's 70 miles as a crow fly from Galilee to Bethlehem, but it's 90 miles if you have to walk it. And there's people today that go make that walk just to pass over that. But that, that'd probably take at least a week, whether she got to ride. And they said usually them little donkeys, you didn't, <clears throat> you didn't ride them all the time, but she rode it some, but can you imagine that journey? You know, we are so spoiled and uh, we have it so easy. Dixie was born about five miles, maybe a little further north of town here. Her folks walked to town, get groceries and stuff. They didn't have a car then. Carried her and walked to town and back. I mean, that that's... Boy, we think that's really bad. I mean, we, we can't imagine having to do something like that. You think about a 90-mile walk. That's a... You can drive it in a car. It takes two hours to get there. 150 kilometers. So it's a journey. But while they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in clothes and laid him in a manger, and because there was no room for them in the inn, and there was no room there, it wasn't because people wouldn't, wouldn't take him, because God knew where he wanted him to be born. In the same regions. And God let the lowly shepherds know, because I think they were ones maybe taking care of temple sheep. But, you know, the shepherding wasn't the best jobs of the day. And God doesn't neglect anyone. And I, I, I think he was just saying, guys, in just a few years, this job's not going to be needed because the lamb was born tonight. The ultimate lamb. In the same regions, there were shepherds staying in the fields, keeping watch over the flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, 
Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you to find a babe wrapped in clothes, laying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is well pleased. Tell somebody, God's pleased with you. Why, are, why does that battle us so much that we're not doing enough and God's not pleased with us? Why? Why does that always... You make your plans, you, can't, you decide you think what you're supposed to do, and then... Mm, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm telling you, it might have been God. Might have been God. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the babe as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things... <clears throat> which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things in her heart. But today in the city of David, there had been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. He's the King of all kings. He's the Lord of all lords. We need to fix our eyes on Him who for the joy that set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of God. We can't outgrow the cross. We need to come back to the cross. Remember all he's done for us. I was told even this week, thinking about what we call the three wise men, now, I looked up that journey. It's 7,508 kilometers from Iran to Bethlehem. It says if you drive 50 miles an hour, it takes 150 hours to get there. I've heard recently it could have been as many as 900 camels. I tell you, three guys wouldn't have took off on that journey. I mean, that was a caravan of people. But it was some priests that some way God appeared to them and gave them a sign. And they would have made a year's journey making that kind of a trip. You talk about determination and grit and seeking the kingdom of God. Seeking God, they were seeking God. I mean, I've, I've got on a horse and rode a ways. But I've never thought about any journeys like that. I mean, that's cowboy and Casey can do it. <clears throat> but to get on a camel, a caravan... <clears throat> provisions, and they didn't care how long it took. They were going to see the king. And I praise God you're here today, but there's so many times it's just easier not to get involved in the game. 
they chose to get in the game. And didn't they have wisdom? They had a lot of wisdom. When they showed up in Jerusalem and said, Where is he who was born king? Where is he today who's born king? Well, he's seated in on high. But where is he as far as you and I are concerned? I'm telling you, he's not just a God today. He's the Lord God every day. And I, I know I know this group that you know that. But I, I'm, it'll be that way Monday. It'll be that way Tuesday when you, if you have to get up and go to work. He is still Lord. He is still Lord when things aren't working out right. He's still Lord in Dixie's case. He's still Lord in everyone we prayed for this morning. Where is He who was born King of the Jews? For we saw His star in the east and have come to worship Him. Think about that journey. We've come to worship Him. We didn't come today because we've got to go to church. No, we've come to worship Him. Lord, we all want to meet with You. We all want to hear You. Lord, You're speaking. That was said earlier. But we want to hear you. We want to hear you, Lord. You're speaking. Where is he who was born king of the Jews? May it be done to me according to your word. These are just little taking these statements out of there, just are I think so impacting. Jesus. The firstborn from the dead. He gave up his life on the cross so he could have another life. And that's the battle of a lifetime for me and you, for we to lay our lives down so we can have his life in us. But we have got, I've got to do this before I can do that, or I've got to do that, or this is more important, or what will he say or she say? No, we're going to go worship him. It doesn't make any difference what anybody else thinks. We're all going to stand before God someday by ourselves. And Lord, we have come to please you. We have made that choice to choose you, our, our King, our Lord. But th you know what? He chose us before we chose him. When I think of things to be thankful for, and I, I can give you a long list, but that He chose me. He chose me. He chose you. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose. He's not finished. It's not over. But He wants us to make Him known. We've made it in this country in the last years at least, we've made it more about how He's going to help us instead of us enlarge His kingdom. We've made it more about our kingdom getting enlarged than we have His kingdom getting enlarged. Now I remember a story of years ago of a, a family that lost a son and just a week or so they were right back in church and doing whatever they did and they said, how can you 
handle that so quickly? And they said, we decided we were more concerned about our son than we were his son. I'm, I'm telling you, they had something in them to make a statement like that. I mean, grief is good, and we, and we grieve. I've grieved. My brother was in a situation yesterday, you know, just had to have surgery. It was unexpected. I mean, things come up in your life. Every one of them, that is life. There are bumps in the road. But he's the king. And that's the test of set your eyes on the goal and just keep going toward it. Because there are so many hindrances that come along. There's a statement in Luke 19 that in King James it says, where Jesus gave the story and told this, the man told his servants, Occupy till I come. Another translation says, Do business until I come back. Now that's my word today. Do business till he comes back. You're supposed to be doing business for the king. It's got to be more about his business than our business. It's more about, it's more about uh, the kingdom than anything else. We're to get in here and get filled up and then go proclaim his kingdom. And we have lost that in the church world today. We're not concerned about, oh yeah, we're, we're lost. We thought about uh, the homeless the other day when it was so cold. But he sent them out one time and said, go bring them in. Bring them all in. He said, I've invited them high muckety-muck crowd and they don't come. Just go get the homeless. Go get them. Go get those that don't have a wedding garment and bring them in. I'm telling you, that's part of the Great Commission and that's not just for pastors. We're to shed the gospel as we go. As you get an opportunity, just share Jesus. May it be done to me according to your word. Where is he who's born King of the Jews? Hold the fort till I come back. Keep your light burning. Come on, just stand up and bless him. He's the king of all kings. He has written your name in his book. He, changed, he called you to be about what he puts in your heart. I'll talk some more about that next week, about things. See, there's things that God doesn't always have to say, go do this. There's things he puts in you that you know you need to do that'll make a difference in the kingdom. Lord, I decree that over us today. I decree the kingdom of God is now. It's in Skytook. It's in Ascension Church. Lord, it's wherever you send us. And we're your light. We're your voice in the earth. And I decree that over us today. I decree that you're El Shaddai, the God that is more than enough. If your finances are right, look to him. You can still throw in your money. If your health isn't right, look to him. If your family isn't right, look to him. If your job isn't right, your business isn't right, he's the answer. 
Lord, I give you praise. I give you thanks. We honor you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Any other words? Come on. Amen. We're still too quiet. He is Lord of all. I pray you enjoy this day with him and whatever he's got for you. Amen. The dessert usually comes later, you know. <laughs> Now's your chance. Bless you in Jesus' name. Love you. Glad you're here.